This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The mood is right, the spirit's up, it's podcast time, full of silly stuff. Don't worry, I'm not going to break into song, Alan can do that later. With no game to reflect on from the weekend after Grimsby was frozen off, we're treating you to an hour or so of festive fun. I use the word treating very, very lightly indeed. Of course we'll throw some actual football chat in as we look ahead to the festive period, but it's mainly an online Christmas party tonight. We've got a virtual parlor game in the form of Room 101. We've got silly quizzes, stags themed teasers, and the answer to Santa's Stagmus calendar from day 22. And the big man himself. This is the Mansfield Matters Christmas special. As ever, feel free to get involved in the comments on the live feed and to play along with some of our silly games tonight. That's enough from me, though. It's time to hand over to the busiest man in town. Well, he soon will be. It is, of course with a very special festive ditty, the big man himself, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Santa! Oh my God, I know him! Mansfield Matters is the place where guests all have a good chat, mainly about Mansfield Town, and we are very proud of that. But now Christmas is upon us, and the season's nearly half done. On this week's Mansfield Matters podcast, it's time for some festive fun. Craig asked me to write a ditty, and it's something I like to do. Who remembers the biscuit song? a musical masterpiece all the way through. I don't know about you, Stags fans, when Stags lows, it really hurts. But when it cheers me up, no end, when Nick's on with his Mansell Town shirts. Merry Christmas, one and all, from the Mansell Matters crew. And tidings of joy and laughter are sent from us to you. We all have one thing in common when the season's been and gone, to celebrate a Stags promotion and to end up in League One. We all believe that Nigel is the man to take us there. We love reading all your comments. There's plenty for all to share. 
Players out of position is a favourite, we must say. But does it really matter if Stags win Saturday? Injured players are coming back now and we might get a settled side. So strap yourself in nice and tight and make sure you enjoy the ride. So thank you all for listening to the podcast week in, week out. With Craig at the helm at, Mans- at Matters HQ, it's something to shout about. Merry Christmas once again, listeners, from Craig Nathan, Clive Allen and Cam. And who's looking forward to Santa coming? I know I certainly am. And remember, if we get promotion, we'll all feel like we're in heaven. And that, that SSA number again, 07967. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, Alan Wilson, everybody. Brilliant stuff, mate. Kicking off the podcast. Absolutely love it. And as you can see on screen, we've got an absolutely array of people as we add one more to the list. Oh, Alan, that was absolutely genius. We'll introduce everyone as we go uh, go round and, and say hello in just a second. But Alan, thanks so much for kicking us off. Um, no how long did how long did that take you to come up come up with? About twenty minutes. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, hopefully we'll get another rendition mm. of that at the end. But for now, I'm going to let you uh, nip off, get rid of the beard. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I imagine you are absolutely sweating at the moment. I am. It is rather warm. Brilliant. Well, we'll, uh, we'll let you go and get changed whilst we say hello to uh, some of the others. Uh, kicking off, as always, with the usual suspects. Uh, I've got to find him on my little list now. I've got so many people on tonight. I can't find you. Of Clive Parkin, good evening. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, everybody. What did you make of Alan's little ditty? I mean, the, the poem, not the other thing. He's embarrassingly good, isn't he? He's, in, he's absolutely insane. Talking of a man who's good as well, he's got an expert shirt collection. He's back again. It is, of course, Nick of Mansfield Town Shirts fame. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. You? Very, very good. Got some festive favourites on show for us again. I've, yeah, I've gone for my top five this year, I think. I think that's what I've settled for. Excellent. Well, we'll dive into that a little bit later on. Let's introduce some of the uh, guests tonight uh, by saying hello and good evening, first and foremost, to a man all the way in America. His name is Mitchell McNear. Evening, Mitchell. What's going on, guys? How are you? Very, very briefly, talk us through uh, why we've got you on the podcast tonight. Uh, Well, I started playing football manager, and I wanted to find a team that I could get promoted to Premier League. And I was trying to find a team, you know, I didn't want to go... Too uh, too high in the in the league, so I was like, I'm gonna go league two, and then you know I was just kind of searching down the list, and I picked Mansfield, and you know over the past two years now I've kind of like started following in real life, and it's uh it's been fun, ready to see him get promoted this year. So what's gonna happen? League one all the way. Brilliant. That, well, it's great. it's great to have you on. We'll hear more about your football manager journey later on in the show. You'll be getting involved with some other things as well. Uh, let's welcome uh, Alan back. We'll have a chat with him in just a second. And also, finally, last but by no means least, let's say hello, good evening to uh, to Ben, a.k.a. the man who's taken all the stress away from me this year and been doing podcast predictions for us. How are you, mate? First time that we've ever actually properly met. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you, yourself. Yeah, very, very good. First and foremost, thank you so much for uh, doing podcast predictions for us this year. When we put the call out in the summer, why was it that you wanted to take it on? 
because I'm an Excel nerd, so I like doing the spreadsheets and stuff. So I thought, take it away from you, so you didn't cheat anymore. And you know, I, was, I never me. cheated. I, well, I, I never put cheated. It's out there. <laughs> that is absolutely slanderous, but we'll let you off. Uh, we'll come back to you in just a sec- in just a no second worries. because you've got a uh, an update for us on podcast predictions to find out who's going to be top of the uh, the podcast predictions league at Christmas, um, and we've got lots of fun filled games for you tonight. So those of you who've tuned in or have listened, expecting full on football talk, we've got really nothing to talk about, have we? Because we didn't take on Grimsby on Saturday. It got frozen off. We had a friendly against Lincoln in the week where everybody got 45 minutes. We don't know the result, so it's a little bit pointless. So we're going to have a little bit of festive fun. I've got the Elf T-shirt on. Santa's disembarked. And there we go. So uh, let's go to uh, to Nick, uh, first and foremost tonight, um, who has got his top five Stags, Stags shirts on display for us. Uh, so, Nick, I'm going to put you on full screen and it's over to you to talk us through. Um, I think some of them have made an appearance before. I've, I've gone for my favourite five of the year, um, the five that I've got this year. Um, I've got John Delayes from when he was captain in the National League Conference. Um, I just like because he was a great guy when I met him. He was a great player and captain shirt as well, so I like that one. Um, this one's probably up there with my favourites of all time, although it's from a terrible game from the Cardiff playoff final Pilkington shirt. From the uh, That's the only one in existence, so I still like that one. I'll probably waffle on too much about that one. Um, this man's shirt, again, as every stag shirt seems to be, he's got some level of pain attached to it. This one being the relegation season from League One. Um, and then talking of more pain, um, Steve Wilkinson's shirt from the uh, Chesterfield playoff semi-final, which again, we lost which is fantastic. Um, and then a slightly bit of more positivity is Wayne Faircroft's from Amber <coughs> in 91, 92. So there's a little bit of negativity, but it gets better as you get towards that end. Now, each one has got a story attached to how you acquired the shirts. What I want you to do for me is I want you to, out of the five that you've got, pick out the story, which like the, the journey which you went on to, to find that shirt, just to give us a bit of an insight into how it is you go about acquiring the shirts, which are now hanging proudly on your on your rail? Was it a service station? Was it a, a drive to a player's house or was it an eBay collection for those? Um, I think all five are different. That The Delilah one I spent watching the Man City game when they got when they won the league in his house and obviously he's a Man City fan and an ex-Man City player. Ended up watching the game in his house. That one is the service... That was No, that's a pub on the A46 between Lincoln and Newark. That one. <laughs> that one is a... Um, Builders Merchants, not too far from Grimsby. That one is a service station near East Mid Airport. And that one I got off a fan, so I just got that from Mansfield. Um, so it's they're, a... all, they're literally all different. That was that's from the player himself. That's from the player himself. Well, they're, they're all apart from that one. That was from a fan who ran on after the game in '92 and nicked it off him. <laughs> so they're all from the players. Um, it's just I meet them in strange places, generally at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange life that you live, uh, Ben. It I'm going to come. I'm going to come to you. Nick has got his shirt obsession. You said you've got an XL obsession. What other Mansfield Town-related obsessions or, or things have you got which you have uh, within your life? Have you got any players' shirts that you might want to do a little business with? With Nick, he's got an open checkbook from what I've heard. No, I've not got a not got a warm player's shirt. I've got a. If you see, I've got a signed shirt down there from all the players. Yeah, I won that on the EFL reward thing. Uh, <coughs> my daughter's also got one upstairs that John Radford's um, sister got for us. So, 
Ah, brilliant. What squad, squad is it? That is it last season's squad? The, it's uh, last season, yeah, got... last season, yeah. Yeah, so still a very good squad with some good memories in it as well. But who knows? Nick, has that piqued <clears> your interest <throat> a little bit? Are you going to be trying to do some, some deals afterwards? I just can't believe that somebody actually won on that app. I must have tried, I that. <laughs> I must have tried that app. Probably. I mean, I, I've got me. I sit next to my mate and my dad. My dad does it every game or did it. Obviously, it doesn't work this year. My mate did it and we did it. I think I would have set tickets and I got COVID. So I ended up not going. Um, and that was it for about the four years it was on. I won absolutely nothing. I, I didn't even know anybody who won anything. So I'm glad to meet Ben, really, because he's the only man I ever know who ever won anything on it. I won so two but that was literally the last game of the season. I won that, and they don't do it this season. They still no, do it. Don't, no. so it was the last game. I got. I won that. There was a ball. Was also, I never won anything. There was a foot copy of Football Manager. <laughs> nothing. I won nothing, and I must have done it three or four times every Saturday. Nothing. Living proof that that app didn't work. After I didn't win anything, after I think the first month, I stopped bothering with it. Uh, Mitchell, I'm going to come back to you. Uh, delve us into then to a little bit more of your uh, your story. Since you know, you said that you you played with the club on Football Manager. You've um, you know gone up through through the leagues and things like that, and then started following it in real life. At what point did you know that you wanted to start following Mansford a little bit more closely in the reality version rather than the simulation? Uh, I'd probably say this year a little bit more. Um, I want to try to find another new team really to follow. Um, I kind of was like a, I guess, a player hopper kind of follower of teams. Uh, kind of more American, you know, like, hey, I was going to follow Pulisic at Chelsea, but then, like, he never plays at Chelsea. Uh, you know, back in the day when I was young, I wanted to follow, like, the best team. So I watched, you know, Manchester United back in the glory days with Rooney and Pulisic. I'm not Pulisic, um, Van Persie. Uh, but then I was like, you know, like, I don't care for these guys. Like, I don't want to follow this. So, you know, now, like, found a cool team. I really enjoy the guys, you know, that I guess I coached. So, like, I got to – it's really fun, like, because, like, looking at their pictures, you know, like, online. It's like, football manager, even though you download the face packs, like, you don't have all of them. It's kind of fun just, like, getting on and be like, oh, look, this is that guy and this is that guy. Um, so really, that's about, you know, I guess would be my extent, just wanting to find a – Fun team to follow. Um, you know, hopefully, like I said, we do get promoted. That'd be awesome. What What's next for you? Are you going to try and uh, watch a few games and I follow, or are you going to go try and go one step further and get a couple of plane tickets, jump on over here to the UK and and, and watch it in for real? Dude, so one day that would be fun. Uh, probably no time soon there because I have a three year old and a four month old now, so um, a little preoccupied right now. There's no uh, more perfect soon. destination for kids than Mansfield. Exactly that. <laughs> bring them, bring them over. Uh, I don't know about the, the hop across. I don't know. It'd be a it'd be an interesting fight. Um, but definitely, I follow. Hopefully, uh, the 26th, I can hop on and catch that whole game. Hopefully, we'll get it well, done. You know, that'd be a, that'd be a yeah. nice win. Absolutely. Well, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll get you back on at some point on the podcast and uh, get your views on uh, Mansfield Town in real life and things like that and uh, sort of see how you're going with it as well. Uh, we'll keep you around for another five minutes or so, but I know we only had sort of a limited amount of time with yourself with the time difference and, and other commitments out there as well. So uh, we won't keep you too long. If people want to find you on Twitter and sort of follow your, your journey and things like that and uh, find out a little bit more about Mansfield in uh, the simulation world, where can people uh, go to, to follow you? Well, I'm a Braves fan, so right now it's Chop on Bobbles because I was a bobblehead collector during COVID, but now I've kind of like sold everything, so I really need to like 
fix my stuff, to be honest with you. Um, just haven't changed my name yet uh, to something new. Um, but right now it is Chop On Bobbles. It's like C-H-O-P-O-N Bobbles. B-O-B-B-L-E-S. Yep, yep. Excellent stuff. Well, we'll keep an eye out for some of your stuff. Um, before we let you go, we're going to play a, a game of uh, Football Room 101 in a second. Um, I think most of the guys here will be sort of familiar with the concept. Um, it's based on a TV show that we have over in the UK. I know you'd not particularly heard of it when I sort of mentioned it nope. uh, to, to you. Have you done a bit of a dive into it or thought of basically the concept yeah. is it's, it's one you'd put one a particular item in that you'd want to get rid of and never see again within the sport. So maybe we'll do it football manager themed. What one thing within the football manager setup and game would you like to throw into a metaphorical room 101? Hmm. That's a really hard question. You know, I've been I've been like preparing myself for the Mansfield one now. Like oh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been getting here. Well if you if you've got a Mansfield oh. one, go for it. I was yeah, go if you've uh, if you've done that, go for it. I would say uh, starting a consistent midfield, you know. No, no, not starting a consistent midfield. Sorry. You know, like, let's just get our guys and start them, you know, instead of how we're just kind of switching in and out of players a lot. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, Mitchell, thanks so much for your time tonight. We'll make sure that uh, people go across to uh, Twitter and, and give you a bit of a follow. I know you've been interacting a lot with Nick as well. Hopefully your brief appearance tonight sort of uh, sparks a few more connections for you and, uh, you know, uh, you can sort of evolve more into the Mansfield family and no doubt we'll have you on the podcast again uh, in the future. What's your plans for uh, for the big day, Christmas? What Have you got a big family Christmas coming up or do you have a, a quiet one? Yeah, very, very busy around here. Uh, my whole family's pretty close, so I'll be traveling Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and it's gonna be a yeah, it's gonna be a nice, nice adventure. Well, we wish you all the best, and we hope that you have a fantastic Christmas, and we'll catch up with you soon, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, say bye to say bye to Mitchell. Thanks bye, for coming Mitchell. on tonight, mate. Bye, bye Mitchell. Bye, Mitchell. Bye, Mitchell. There we go, Mitchell McNear, there, a Mansfield fan who. Uh, Started his journey on football manager, managing the club, and then uh, came into it for, for real. So he's going to try and watch a few more games. Now, Ben, one thing we do quite often on the podcast when we have first-timers on is we find out a little bit more about them, uh, about their journey, how they started out as well. I know you've got a daughter and you've sort of got her in the, the sort of Mansfield bug as well. Obviously, your man cave that you've got there says that you collect a lot of memorabilia as well. Tell us a little bit more about your Mansfield town journey then. When did you first start following the club and things like that? My first ever football game I ever went to was in 1987. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I, I, know, I know you like the song, Craig, so I thought I'd give you a bit, you know. Yeah, that was the first the first football match I ever went to was the Wembley to watch Mansfield. Wow. And, uh, and then from there, junior 15 to 18, I was season ticket holder in North Stand, uh, 27 quid a season ticket. I mean, you, you know, you can't not be a season ticket holder. <clears throat> then I become a when you become an adult, to be more expensive and find things like beer and stuff. I, I just followed Mansfield. I went to big matches and things like that, but not season ticket holder. Two daughters, none of them interested in football at all. And then around about 2018, a 17 year old just starts getting into football. I'm like, okay, I'm going to push this. World Cup 2018, <laughs> she's absolutely obsessed. Then we started going to Mansfield 18 19 season. Well, we had Tyler Walker and finishing at Milton yeah. Keynes and the bug was there and season tickets since then. So we're in the queue block, but right at the front of the queue block. So we get all the atmosphere, 
but we've got no one standing in front of us, so it's perfect seats for me and my daughter. So, yeah, what, what you have got, the, what you have. What you have got there, though, Ben, is a, a little bit of danger because I always see one day that there's going to be like a 90th minute winner. Everyone's just going to start piling down and it's, I don't know, drinks going over the edge and everything. I don't know, but it's not a bad the drink there. Though, drink, is it? Drinks go now, to be fair, but yeah, we do get wet <laughs> now and again, but it's worth it for that. I just love the atmosphere being there, to be fair, so oh, take, take the danger with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Favourite current player? Yeah, I, I love Stephen Quinn. I mean, I, I know he's probably, you know, it's his last season or whatever, but I just love his passion. You know, he, he, he cuddles everyone after a match, his passion there. And I just think, you know, he's potentially a manager, assistant manager. I think he should stay at the club because I absolutely love the guy. But, you know, I, I love I love Macro on the left. I don't think anyone would uh, take Mal's place because I'm in love with Mal. And uh, but Mac has been brilliant as well. Lapsley, Matt, you know, we've got some good players there. It's just... Just play them where they need to play and just let them express themselves. And please, Absolutely. please, please, please just play Jason Law because he'll be gone. If oh. we don't play him, we'll be gone. I love Jason Law as well. He's not given the chance. Every, chance. I genuinely don't get why everybody sees it bar the actual management staff. He must be absolutely woeful in training. That's all I can say. Because what, for whatever reason, he just does not get a, uh, a chance. Uh, finally, before we delve into some fun in games, all-time favourite Mansfield player. If you were to be able to sit down and have a coffee or a beer with, with that person and discuss their time at the club, mine is obviously Neil McKenzie. Um, who is yours? It, it wasn't there long, but going back to the when I was watching to the junior... I was in. I keep saying I'm in love with people. There's something wrong with that. Uh, Ian Hathaway. Uh, he was only there for two or three years, but I thought Ian Hathaway was absolutely fantastic. Clive and Alan, I'm going to have to come to you for, uh, for those. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, well, it's there's quite a few, but I think the main one, you know, and I don't want to diss anybody else, but it had to be Greeny. Yeah. Uh, Clive, Clive, can you remember Hathaway? Was it Hathaway, Ben? Ian Hathaway, yeah. yeah. Can remember Ian Hathaway? Um, barely. Uh, when, I'm at a stage in my life where I can remember things 30 years ago, but anything in between then and now, it tends to get a bit hazy. So I'm going to go for somebody from one of the old school uh, sides, and it's going to be Dudley Roberts. Yeah. Uh, a cracking centre forward, the best header of the ball in the lower leagues. Well, there we go. Uh, right, still, then it's time. Still a Mansfield resident to this day. Oh, there you go. Right, then it's time for a little bit of uh, Mansfield Matters themed fun. Why does everybody look at me gone out when I say that? <laughs> uh, we, me, Clive and Alan, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, did record a Christmas special, which we were going to put out on Christmas Day. And then what happened was the Grimsby game got postponed and we needed some content for tonight. So that hour we spent laughing together is never going to be heard by anyone because we're going to do a live version uh, of it now. Because we've got more people as well, we've got a panel of five on now. So we've got to get a bit more interaction and they can uh, put something in there as well. We are going to do a football Mansfield Town themed Room 101. So we're going to go around twice. You get to put one item in Room 101. I'm sure everybody knows the concept it's something which you would banish from either watching Mansfield or about Mansfield it just basically has to be stags related everybody gets one suggestion and the at the end we'll all have a vote we can't vote for each other for our own but we can vote for each other's and the one with the most votes will get put into room 101 we'll do a stags version and we will do a um a generic football themed version um, as well. Now, because of time constraints, I am going to put a, uh, a, a clock on for uh, two minutes per pitch um, for people to talk about what they want. So all you've got is two minutes to sell your 
um, to sell your your thing that you're going to put into room 101. Um, Clive and Alan, because you have done done this, I thought it'd be easier for you two to go first. So you give Ben and Nick a bit of an idea of the sort of things that we put in room 101. It gives them a little bit of thinking time as well. And because you've spoke about yours previously, you'll you know be able to get it into that two minutes. Does that make sense? Yes. Excellent. Uh, Alan, I'm going to come to you first then. Um, to Are you doing the Mansfield some... one or the normal one? We're going to go for the Mansfield one, Mansfield one first. So you've got to remember everybody else's. Um, Your time will start. Your time will start when you go into the full screen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You'll have two minutes, and it will end. Well, you'll hear it end because my phone will beep. (laughs) But there you go. So, Alan Wilson, this is your chance to put something Mansfield Town themed into room one hundred and one, and your time starts in three, two, one. Well, mine would be the Mansfield Town, when they get there, the officials. We've had really poor officials this year, whether it be linesmen not being able to keep up with the play, whether it have been referees not strong enough in whatever they have to do on the pitch. I know it's a hard job, but it's just, uh, it's basically week in, week out, we seem to be saying, oh, well, we can't have another bad ref, not like we did last home match. But it just seems to get worse and worse. And every time you see the names that we've had before, on the team sheet, you know, right at the bottom, it was going to be officiating. You think, oh, no, not again, because they just don't seem to be strong enough. And then sometimes if they are strong enough and they want to stamp their authority, it gets like a debacle on the pitch. I just think that there's a better way of doing things, like whether you can talk to players, you know, like man-to-man and your man management would be a little bit better. But it's just, we seem to get week in, week out on the message boards everywhere. We get moaning about officials. Like I said before, we know it's a hard job, but I just think we could get better. And that's my pitch. There we go. So Alan Wilson did that with uh, 42 seconds to spare. So he is putting match officials into room 101. Uh, Clive, you are up next. Remember, it's Stags themed. You have two minutes and your time starts in three, two, one. Off you go. The poem with accompanying video. (coughs) Great when it first came out. Now thoroughly boring. Stop showing it. Is that it? Is that you've got two, you've got you've got one minute forty six seconds to rant about it? Go rant, go use the time. No, I'm, 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 I'm giving you the gift of time back. Fair enough. There we go. I was I was expecting him to go on longer. To be fair, uh, right. Um, as it's uh, you know you two are guests and you're sort of going off a little bit of the fly and because Clive has given us the gift of time I'm going to add an extra 30 seconds on uh, for you to Nick have, uh, Nick have you got one have you got I, one I in your head I was going to say Clive's clock because it's the wrong time but that's thrown me off <laughs> Listen, no, that, no, that, that clock is right twice a day <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not now that's why you thought you were done <laughs> uh, yes. Ben have you got have you got one have you got one ready Can you hear me? You there, Benny? You there? Yes, me. Sorry, I thought. Uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you got? Have you got one in your head? Well, yeah. I mean, I want to thank Clive because uh, I, there's no way I'm going to fill two minutes, but I don't feel guilty now because you know, we did five oh, seconds. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. well, there you go <laughs> it, this is this is very personal. This is very personal with the stags and 
people not agree with, but I just want the North Gate being shut to be thrown into 101. It, I, I can understand the reasoning regarding the police and whatever and the, the crowds. God, it's such a ball ache walking all the way around. And all you do anyway is end up passing the opposition on the road anyway. So the people that want to cause trouble are still going to cause trouble. And I, it, it winds me up every single game without fail. fail. Northgate in room 101, never to be shut again. There we go. I like it. Nick, uh, it's over to you. Well, you've got as much time as you want now, to be honest. I'm throwing the clock out the window. Well, uh, according to five o'clock, I've got about 25 minutes. So I'm... <laughs> There you go. The floor is yours. I am I'm going to go with, and it's multifaceted there, so you have to bear with me, but it's the quarry lane end, but more specifically the fact that it doesn't have sides on it and that I get wind chill factor 50 on my face every time I sit in that stand. <laughs> um, and it's the coldest stand. It can be a red-hot day and you get in that stand and it's freezing. Plastic sides on it would solve the problem, and I don't know why we haven't done it. Um, and I'm going to throw into that part of the quarry lane issue is that the uh because there's the whole of the stand going in unfortunately i'm sorry the um restaurant bit at the back the food courts have never got enough staff on and i'm also bringing into this the club <clears> shop and i've been to quite a few away games recently at our level where the club shop has been some sort of actual shop where you can go in and have a look around at shirts and stuff and various other things and our shop is a little bit of a half porter cabin half um toilet sort of, um shack so yeah, I'm going to throw the, the the multifaceted quarry lane end. I think in the uh, in room 101. Oh, there we go, expertly done. Uh, so so far we have got <coughs> match officials, the poem, the North Stand gate closure, quarry lane having no sides, and the lack of club shop facilities. Although Clive, I think you can probably counter the club shop thing. Have you ever been to uh, been to uh, to Crawley, Nick? No, I'm, I'm unfortunately judging it on slightly, uh, yeah, probably better places than that. I've not been to Crawley. No. <laughs> Can I just say this club shop at Crawley is, a, is the equivalent size of my built-in wardrobe in the ah. spare bedroom. You can get one person in it and the door has to slide. It can't open on a hinge. Um, and then Barrow, <laughs> club club shop, you have to go through the main entrance to get into. And when you get in there, they don't have anything. <laughs> there you go. Right. Well, um, it's it's my turn now. What am I going to throw into room one hundred one? I've got two. Um, that it's. I think I was going to go with the nineteen eighty seven song because it's lyrically inaccurate and just does my bloody head in. Um, but I'm going to go with a real bugbear of mine. And to be fair, it hasn't happened that much this season. It is people watching the game through their phone. It absolutely drives me crazy. Younger kids who are obsessed with becoming YouTubers and putting out expert match highlights when they shot from the back of the Ian Greaves stand on a shaky iPhone that they can't hold still because it's cold and they're shivering. Don't watch the game through your phone. Watch it through your eyes. Put your phone in your pocket. I get that you want to take pictures and, you know, record your memories of, of the game and things like that. But just just. Just watch it through your eyes. You don't need to put out a highlights package. There are club cameras that do that. It's specifically someone's job to make those highlights packages. And it just does my head in. A little bit with vlogging as well, um, but not on a, a grand scale. I just don't enjoy that content of having to, like, having 
watching a vlog where it's literally somebody filming themselves in the ground because there's nothing more awkward if you're sat behind someone and they're holding you know the camera in front of them and you know you're sort of catching your glare of yourself in in the camera and your reactions being recorded yes if you want to put a vlog together great interview fans and stuff before the game and sampling the atmosphere but don't do it where it's literally just I'm at the one course stadium now we're traveling down we're traveling down to Sutton oh I've arrived at Sutton now let's go into the ground just make it a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more fan-led and, and experience-led rather than it just being overlay shots with some dodgy music in the background and then some really, really bad shots from behind the goal of football taking place. We've, we're all there. If people aren't there watching it, they're watching it about you and your personality, your vlog, not about watching highlights or other places to do it. That's probably over two minutes, but everybody else went short, so I felt like I needed to have a rant. Uh, so there you go. Right, it's voting time. Um, so I'm going to go with the phones thing. So uh, a reminder, I went for watching your game through a phone. Nick went for um, the quarry lane and, and having no sides and the lack of club shop facilities. Ben went for the North Stand Gate. Clive went for the for the poem. Alan went for match, match officials. Now, you can't vote for your own, um, but you can vote for somebody else's. So based on the pitch based on the idea of what they're throwing into 101, aka eradicating a problem and it being solved. Who are you going to vote for? Alan, you went first, so you get to cast the first vote. Who are you voting for? Well, basically, I'm thinking about the fan experience, which I am one of. I mean, I'm lucky where I sit and whatever else I'd, it's very rare I get cold, but I will put Nick's in because I can understand why he thinks like that, you know, because the West Stand is probably the same. It can be 90 degrees, but it does get cold when you're in there. But so I can I can appreciate that. So I'll go with next. Uh, Clive, you're up next. Um, you've got plenty to vote for. One vote for Nick so far. Who are you going to put your votes uh, in for? Well, I'm going to dismiss Nick's because he's just demonstrated what a wimp he is. And Alan's also a wimp for agreeing with him. I'm going to go with Ben because it touches on something else. My second choice would have been, had I thought about it and had time to say it, actually, is the way that we as fans, and it, it, I can only judge Mansfield better than any other club because I, I visit Mansfield, you know, 30 times a year. We're treated like suspected terrorists. I just object. I'm a 70-year-old gentleman who represents very little threat to society. Um, and I, I object to being patted down and sniffed by a scabby dog to, to get in the ground. Clive, don't give me that. I've seen you at away games. I know you love it. You thrive well, the, the off it. You even, ask, you, even, you even unzip your trousers and say, have a proper feel, son. If you're going to do it, do it well. <laughs> but I agree with the gate. I think it's, a, it's an oversimplistic way of trying to deal with something that's been dealt with better in the first place. Oh, there we go. Right. Uh, who went there? Uh, ben, you're next. Ben. Uh, you get to vote for, for someone now. So you've got match, match officials, poems, uh, North Stand Gates, or watching football through phones. Match officials for me, I mean, it, it's it's League Two. You're not going to get the best officials, but it just seems this year it really has been bad. And I don't think it's us being like, oh, it's all about, they all against us. I just think they've been really bad this year. So I'll, I'll go with Alan. Okay, excellent. You, uh, Nick, Nick, uh, you're so far, we've got three people tied on one vote apiece. Are you going to put somebody <laughs> in the lead or are you going to throw somebody else into the mix and really, really mess I up am. this feature? 
Oh, oh no, great. I'm, no, I'm not going to do that. I, 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 slipped, I slipped Alan a fiver earlier to come up with say my idea, so I'm going to have to repay that fiver. Um, I, collusion, collusion. It is collusion. There is some. I, I used to referee myself to a reasonable standard. I did actually run the line to Stags in a free friendlies back in the day before I ended up wow. to work. And it boggles my mind that... I, I know it's difficult. It is a really difficult job. And what you see as a fan isn't what the referee sees because they see it a lot quicker and a lot closer. And actually, the closer you are, the worse it is. But some of the mind-boggling, obvious you know, decisions that we've had where even player reaction would tell you what the answer is, you don't even need to have seen it. You know, If the goalkeeper goes and picks the ball up and nobody moans, it's probably a goal kick, etc., etc. And we've just had some real, just poor... I mean, some of them, I don't know how they passed the fitness test. So I'm completely on board with on this. You see him warming up and you go, he is not keeping up with play. No matter, you know, you see how fit the players are. Yeah. You know, it's just like you, you're 20 yards behind. There's no wonder you got it wrong. And I just think you they're so important these days that um, there's no excuse. with Because I know a few football league referees and linesmen, there's no excuse why they shouldn't be one fit um, and, and two at least semi-competent. But <laughs> yeah, I agree with Alan. And there's me five oh, back. Thank you, Nick. Well, ex expertly done. Well, well colluded. And I'm not sure, quite sure that was in the rules. Uh, my vote um, <laughs> wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have gone for Alan. I'm going to sort of go through them all and give my reasons. In so match officials, I'd, we've been through this many a time, um, and I think it was one of those where um, you know standard is, is standard. Yes, we get dealt a bad hand, but we've got to deal with it as as everybody else in the league. Um, the North Stand gate closure doesn't really affect me because I park in the other way, but I can understand why it's frustrating. I did used to park in the mm. railway station car park, so it did used to affect me. Then I just moved and, and dealt with it. I understand why it's, it's done, but it is a little bit silly when it, it, is, it is announced like days prior and then like towards the end of the game. It just gets an audible groan, but I think it's copable. Again, similar reasonings that I've got to dismiss Nick's is because I don't sit in the Quarry Lane end. And to be honest, if you think you're cold in the Quarry Lane, try sitting in the West End Upper. Even colder. You've got um, sides on it. You've got sides on. <laughs> no, doesn't matter. Even cold, even colder. Uh, agree on the club shop point. Though. If you'd have gone with just the club shop and the facilities in general, you'd have had my vote. Um, obviously, I <sighs> can't vote, vote for myself. Uh, which is frustrating. And frustrating that nobody voted for that either, by the way. Uh, but I'm going to go with Clive's with the poem because... That's collusion. Like, collusion. No, not, That's collusion like, for a start. If I was going to agree with anybody, I'd be agreeing with Alan, really, wouldn't I? But, you know, <laughs> Santa and his elf, come on. Um, but no, Clive has hit the nail on the head with the fact that it's expertly written. And at the time it was written, it did a really good job for us. But it's supposed to be, the way it's shot and filmed and utilised on a match day, is supposed to be sort of used to be rousing, used to sort of get the crowd up and get the, the crowd going and sort of fired up to create an atmosphere. I don't think it does that. I don't think it serves the purpose that it was initially intended to do. And to be honest, every time it comes on a match day, as well written as it is, and, you know, the, the guy that wrote it must be absolutely highly delighted to see it every single week. I just, I, I end up going on my phone or listening to something in my earpods because I just find it, it's got to the cringe level now. It should be put in a box and brought out on a big game, a big occasion, something where we do need rouse and using it more sporadically than an every week thing. Love the poem when it was first written, but it's in the context that it's used now, I don't think it serves its purpose. So that was where my vote goes for the poem. Uh, right, that's it for Room 101. We might try and get round to do the football one in general later on, um, but I want to dive into some other features and games that we've got. So you're going to need your pens uh, and your paper. Um, of course, you'll have all been following Santa's stagvent calendar 
um, all throughout December. Today's was an audio clip. I'm going to play the audio from that now. Your task uh, as the four panellists is to write down as many as the 11 names as you can. Um, and then we'll see. I'll award points um, to the person who gets the most correct answers. So the person who gets the most correct answers will get five. The next person will get four, then three, then two. Uh, I don't do one point because... That's lonely this Christmas. Right. Uh, here is then Santa's Stagvent calendar um, day 22. Here is the audio clip. See how many of these you can identify. You surpass your expectations. Real leg burner. Real good for the lungs. We thought we'd done it again today. Look at the ball. Try not to listen to the keeper. We've got one foot over the line here. This might actually happen. The players to a man, you know, Jason Danskin, young lad we'd had from Everton. Mark Kearney, energy in midfield, you know, he got stuck in. How that team didn't actually get promoted is, is really a travesty because the, the team spirit and commitment that, that that team had was the best I've been involved in. Like I said, these, these can be really tricky games. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed once this meeting had finished that nobody tried the toilet. Tough, uncompromising defenders and it's, to be honest with you, you accept it, you know, I probably wouldn't have if I'd have been stretched off with broken ribs. Custa Cream. So there you go. That was please. Santa's I've done shambolic there. No, no, honestly, I've done really poorly. I think I might have won. I'm going to give I'm you. I'm going to play. Oh, I'm going to play it one more time for you. Um, so you get to have a little <laughs> listen to it. A little listen to it again. Um, I'll give you a few clues. A few of these people have featured on the Mansfield Matters podcast, or as part of Mansfield Matters, or what I've done in the past 12 months or so. A few others may have cropped up in conversation as well, but I'm going to play it one more time for you and then reveal those all-important answers. Uh, so take a very close listen. You surpass your own expectations. Real leg burner, real good for the lungs. We thought we'd done it again today. Look at the ball, try not to listen to the keeper. We've got one foot over the line here. This might actually happen. The players to a man, you know, Jason Danskin, young lad we'd had from Everton. Mark Kearney, energy in midfield, you know, he got stuck in. How that team didn't actually get promoted is, is really a travesty because the, the team spirit and commitment that, that that team had was the best I've been involved in. Like I said, these, these can be really tricky games. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed once this meeting had finished that nobody tried the toilet. Tough, uncompromising defenders and it's, to be honest with you, you accept it, you know, I probably wouldn't have if I'd have been stretched off with broken ribs. Custer Cream. So there you go. That's it. That's all I'm going to give you. Um, Clive, give me a number between 1 and 11 for how many you think you got. Two. Ben. Zero, maybe one. <laughs> Nick. I'm going to chance my arm at three, but I don't think one of them's right. Okay. Uh, Alan? I'm going <laughs> to... I'm hoping here. I've got fingers crossed. I'm going six. Ooh. Right, well, you... you <laughs> know, I think... <laughs> I think I'm way out. I'm just guessing. Well, you're going big. If you can name me six players from that list, then you will get all five points. Alan, name, uh, name away. Neil McKenzie. George Maris, Reese Day, Neil Bishop, Neil Richardson, and Stuart Watkiss. Alan, I can tell you that you got one out of those yeah, six well, correct. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said I'd get one. Uh, I think Nick, I know who that was. 
<laughs> Nick, if you could name, I'm not going to tell you who it was no. um, because it's now chance for Nick. You went for four, didn't you? I think. Um, so if you can name me three. four, well, yeah, three or four. I mean, uh, the first one was David Flickcroft. I know that for a fact. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, are you going for three or four? Play three. safe, Nick. Play safe. Right, three. Right, name. <laughs> if you can name me three, you get five points. David Flickcroft. Danny Rose, and maybe, maybe Andy White. I can tell you, Nick, that you also got one. Ah, well done, Nick. Well <laughs> done. Clive, I think you were I think you were next. I think you said two, I think. Was I'm it? I'm gonna go for three. Oh, okay. Although I have to say name... my third one is somewhat dubious. Oh, <laughs> you can name... that will become clear. <laughs> if you can name three, then you will get all five points. Come on, Clive. Right. Well, my safe bets, <laughs> Flickcroft, Coughlin, and my chancy one, Steve Bruce. <laughs> Steve Bruce! <laughs> majority at the end. I can remember when he played for Stag, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, Clive, that you also got one. So, Ben, yeah. if, you can if you can name two, then you get all five points and everybody else just gets one point. So, all you got to do is name two. I had one name on my piece of paper, and that was Coughlin. But Nick was so confident about Rose, I'll go for Coughlin and Rose. I can tell you, Nick, uh, tell you, Ben, that you got none. It was Flickcroft. I was confident. So nobody gets the points. No, no points for any of you. Right? I'll, yeah. I'll put you all out of your misery. Uh, the first one was David Flickcroft. The second one was Ryan Tafazzoli. The third was Bobby Olesnik. The fourth was Tyler Walker. Then it was Chris Greenacre, followed by Kevin Kent and Reese Day. Number eight yeah. in that list, Clive, was your favourite player, Mr. Farron Rawson. Uh, the next one after that, the Geordie, was Adam Rundle, talking about having a poo in Carlton Palmer's toilet. Uh, after that, the penultimate one was Mickey Bolden. And I'm gutted that none of you got the last one. Um, the, the last Geordie who said custard cream. It was, of course, Matty Longstaff from um, earlier on this season when I asked him yeah. what his favourite biscuit was. So no points for anyone there at all. Unlucky. My, I know I know it was Reese Day. I remembered his voice. So why, why didn't you guess him? I did. Oh, did you? All right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was his one, Reece I think. Day. Oh, that was, you, that was your one, was it? Okay. Yeah, that was Fair my one. <laughs> okay, right. Well, there you go. Uh, that so went that well. Is, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, we'll see. How we the truly are a panel of experts, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't, don't worry, because there's two more of them coming later on in the show. No. Uh, first and foremost, then we're going to delve into the big <coughs> Christmas quiz. I've got 20 questions for you, uh, four different rounds, five questions in each round, lots of points to be won. There's a stags themed round, uh, there's a TV and film round, a Christmas number one round, and a uh. Uh, a general Christmas knowledge round as well. So you're going to need your piece of paper. I'm going to put a little bit of music on in the background as well, just for the awkward silences. Um, no shouting out, no cheating. I'll run through the answers uh, at the end. Um, and uh, here we go. Play on at home if you want to do so. As I say, I'll reveal the answers uh, at the end as well for you so you can figure out what they are. Round one is the Stags rounds which means that all of these questions are based on Mansfield Town FC. Question one, working backwards, in this sequence of Stags managers, who comes next? 
This excludes caretaker managers. In this sequence of Stags managers, who comes next? Paul Holland, Bill Dearden, Peter Shirtliff, and Carlton Palmer. Who comes next working backwards? Question two, a little bit more recently for you. Earlier this season, the Stags won their first penalty shootout in a decade. Can you name the players who successfully converted from the spot? I'll give you one point per correct answer. Earlier this season, the Stags won their first penalty shootout in a decade. Can you name the players who successfully converted from the spot for one point each? Question three. Who was the last side the Stags played away on Boxing Day? Who was the last side the Stags played away to on Boxing Day? Question number four. Everybody's favourite is an anagram for you, so you might want to get your pens ready to write it down. This is question number five. This is question <laughs> number four. Yeah, is is on that? Can you go to five? She doesn't like anagrams. Oh, all right. No, yeah, uh, no, you can't. Uh, question four: Which former manager is geese frog rot? Geese frog rot. That's G double E S E frog F R O G rot R O T. Which former manager is geese frog rot? And question five, bit of a maths one for you. What is the combined age of Nigel Clough, Andy Garner and Gary Crosby? What is the combined age of Nigel Clough, Andy Garner and Gary Crosby? I'll quickly run through all five of those questions again whilst you scribble your answers down. Question one was working backwards in this sequence of Stags managers. Who comes next excluding caretakers? Paul Holland, Bill Dearden, Peter Shirtliff, Carlton Palmer. Who comes next? Question two was earlier this season, the Stags won their first penalty shootout in a decade. Name the players who successfully converted from the spot for one point each. Question three, who was the last side the Stags played away on Boxing Day? Question four, which former manager is Geese Frog Rot? And question five, what is the combined age of Nigel Clough, Andy Garner and Gary Crosby? Okay, round two is film and TV. So all of these questions are based on films and TV programmes. Question one is as follows. Round two, question one. In Home Alone 1 and 2, what are the first names of the Wet Bandits? In Home Alone 1 and 2, what are the first names of the Wet Bandits? Question 2. Which school-based drama is returning to our screens in 2023 with Angela Griffin returning in the role of Kim Campbell? Which school-based drama is returning to our screens in 2023 with Angela Griffin returning as Kim Campbell? Question number three, in which year did Die Hard first get shown in the cinemas? Not a Christmas film, but everybody seems to think it is. In which year did Die Hard first get shown in cinemas? For question three. 
Question number four in the film and TV rounds. Do you have the speed, the strength, the heart to be a winner? Is a lyric from the theme tune to which 1990s sporting slash challenge game show? Awooga! Do you have the speed, the strength, the heart to be a winner? Is a lyric from the theme tune to which 90s sporting challenge game show? And question number five in the TV and film round. What is the name of the final episode of Only Fools and Horses broadcast Christmas 2003? Do you want me to recap the questions or are you all good to move on to the next nah, round? It's all right. Everyone <laughs> else? I'm not going even right, so you may as well move on. Can't <laughs> <laughs> even right. Okay. Round number three is about Christmas number ones. I'm going to give you a list of five UK Christmas number ones. All you have to do is tell me the artist for one point and the year for another point. If you get all five correct, that's artist and year, you can double your points for the entire round. So 10 points becomes 20 points. Okay. So the first one, again, names of Christmas UK number ones. Number one, Killing in the Name. Number two, Stay Another Day. Number three, Lonely This Christmas. Number four, Moon River. And number five, A Moment Like This. So number one, Killing in the Name. Number two is Stay Another Day. Three is Lonely This Christmas. Four is Moon River. And fine, five is a moment like this. Remember, you're looking for the artist for one point and the year for the second point. Get all five correct, artist and song title, and you will double your points. What was question two? I'll run through them one more time for you. So number one was Killing in the Name. Number two was Stay Another Day. Number three, Lonely This Christmas. Number four, Moon River. And number five, A Moment Like This. Your fourth and final round is as follows. It's Christmas general knowledge. So these are general knowledge Christmas-based questions. And here is question number one. How many Scrabble points would you get for the word Christmas, presuming you didn't use any of the additional points squares? So no double points, no double letters and all that stuff. How many Scrabble points would you get for the word Christmas? Question number two. In what year was a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens published. Is it 1841, 1843, or 1845? In what year was A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens first published? Question number three, who starred in the Christmas film Jingle All The Way? Put the cookie down! Bit of a clue for you. Who starred in the Christmas film Jingle All The Way for question number three? 
Question number four. Which UK monarch delivered the first Christmas broadcast to the BBC in 1932? Which UK monarch delivered the first Christmas broadcast to the BBC in 1932? And the final question. In which author's novel is it Always Winter but Never Christmas? In which author's novel is it Always Winter but Never Christmas? I'll give you one point for the author and one point for the book title. Okay, so there you go. They are all your questions done and dusted. Time to reveal the all-important answers for you. Uh, and let's, uh, at the end of each, every round, I'll see who has got what score. So mark them as you're uh, going along. And we'll see, um, and we'll see what, we, what we've got. So, question uh, round one, the Stags round. Working backwards in the sequence of Stags managers, who comes next, excluding caretakers? Paul Holland, Billy Dearden, Peter Shirtliffe, Carlton Palmer. Uh, and the answer was, Alan, any ideas? Billy McEwen. No, it was Keith Curl, working backwards. Wow. Keith Curl. Have I got that? Well done, Ben. Uh, <laughs> earlier this season, the Stags won their... Hang on. <laughs> uh, question two. Earlier this season, the Stags won their first penalty shootout in a decade. Name the players who successfully converted for the spot. So one point for each of these these players. Uh, Nick, any ideas? I've gone for Hawkins. That's Morris. one. Maris. I'll tell you if you get another. No. A Aikins. No. And then I got Lapsley, Lord, but I don't think he played. Lapsley got one. Lord, yeah, oh, so I've got two. Yeah. So the uh, uh, the correct answers were no. Lapsley and Hawkins were the two I got. Yeah, the correct answers for those who successfully converted: Will Swan, George Lapsley, Elliot Hewitt, James Gale, Ollie Clark, and Ollie Hawkins. Jason Law um, did himself no favours that night by taking a, a, a he missed with a really really weak penalty. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, question three was. Who was the last side the Stags played away on Boxing Day? Ben, any guesses? Yeah, it is a guess, but I got Keith Curl as a put Warsaw. I don't know. I put Warsaw for no reason. Ooh, Clive, any guesses on that one? I want to guess, and I said Grimsby. It was Scunthorpe, so not far away. I say I guessed it, Grimsby. Scunthorpe. Uh, Alan and Clive, you love an anagram, but could you figure out for question four? Geese, Frog, Rock. Clive? George Foster. It was. Well done if you got George yeah, Foster. Yeah. Uh, finally, the maths question. Uh, ben, you love a spreadsheet, so if you had a spreadsheet, <laughs> it might have helped. Uh, who? What is the combined age of Nigel Clough, Andy Garner and Gary Crosby? Any ideas? <coughs> one, one, six, two. Ooh, any advances on 162, Nick? I went for 139, but I think I've underaged them. You certainly have. Alan? 148. Clive? 174. Clive was the closest. It was 170 oh. on the nose. Clough oh, wow. and Garner are both 56. Crosby is two years older. He's 58. Right. So well done if you got those. Uh, right, let's go through uh, who got... We'll get a point for that, then. Yes, if you got it right, you certainly I do. I said 174. Oh, no, you didn't get it. No, didn't no get you, it don't, right. you don't get that. Well, you don't, don't get anything for being you think? Clive, what do you think? Close, close Clive, but no cigar. You get the admiration Half. of the fellow panellists. That's, That's right. Half a point. Oh, 
Right, Alan, how many did you get? How many did you get in that round? I'm afraid a very paltry four. Not bad, Clive. Four and a half. Oh, I knew it. Oh, well, here we, we go. go. <laughs> Nick. Four. Uh, ben. Just the two. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, film and TV up next then. Uh, here we go again. I'll race through these. Uh, question one, Home Alone 1 and 2, what are the first names of the Wet Bandits? It's Harry and Marv. Never question seen two, it. which... Never seen Home Alone? Oh, don't tell him that. Never don't seen tell Home Alone. That. No interest either. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> you shouldn't have said if that. We... If we weren't in the middle of the quiz, I'd be kicking you out of this chat right now. If it wasn't for the <laughs> predictions, you'd be gone, son. You'd be gone. Uh, question, question two. Which school-based drama is returning in 2023 with Angela Griffin returning as Kim Campbell? It's Waterloo, Waterloo Road. Road. Yes. Well done, Alan. Got that one. Uh, the year in which Die Hard was first shown in cinemas was 1988. Yeah. Oh, question three. <laughs> Do you have the speed, the strength, the heart to be a winner is a lyric from the theme tune to which 90s sporting game show? Beauties. <laughs> absolute beauties. It is, of course, Gladiators. Well done if you got that. I've lost me a bit of paper. With, with, which one am I on? Uh, I am on... Oh, that one. Uh, what is the name of the final episode of Only Fools and Horses broadcast Christmas 2003? It's Sleepless in Peckham. Well done if you got that. <coughs> And, yeah, that's it. That's all of those answers. So, uh, I'll go in reverse order this time. Ben, I'll come to you first. Three in that round. Excellent work, Nick. Two. Uh, Clive. Two. Alan. Two. Uh, so, there you go, Ben. You've gone from being the lowest in, the, in round one to the winner of round two. You watch Let's too many films and TV, Ben. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens all, for all, all good in years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, this one is all about years and artists, of course. So, a reminder that you will get one point per correct artist and one point per correct year. So, there is a maximum <coughs> of 10 points. If you get all five correct, so all 10 points, you can double it to 20. So, the first one, Killing in the Name, was Rage Against the Machine in 2009. <laughs> Excuse me. I yes. think it was earlier than that. I thought it was 1992. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't. I think it was probably in 92. Who knows? Uh, Stay Another Day was East 17 in 1994. Get in! I put 95. <laughs> uh, lo Lonely This Christmas was Mud in 1974. Yes! Get in! Alan's lo <laughs> Everyone's loving this. Can't see who it is. I can just hear shouting. Alan's been on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's, with, Alan's with an age where he knows Mud and he all because you. I don't know the next one. Uh, Moon River is Clive. Nat King Cole. No, it's Danny Williams in 1961. <laughs> oh, I got the year somehow. Well done. <laughs> and, that, was a, and, that was a guess. That was <laughs> and finally, uh, a moment like this. Le Leona Lewis. Yes! Yeah. 2006. Oh. Leona Lewis in 2006. No, no cigar. Uh, Alan was celebrating a lot, so uh, have a little talk up. Alan, how many did you get out in that round? Remember, if you got all 10, you double it to 20. Five. 
Ooh, okay. Uh, Clive? Six. Go, Good Clive. Work, Nick. That's unbelievable. Nick? Uh, five. Uh, and Ben? I'm back. Two. <laughs> <laughs> He's back to, back to the two. Yeah, let's uh, get back to, all right, let's go back to TV film. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. Well, there is a there's a film question in the, the last round, so here we go. Uh, four, general knowledge Christmas. Question one was, how many Scrabble points for the word Christmas, excluding double points and all that sort of nonsense? The answer is 16. Oh, but 17. Unbelievable. <laughs> in what, question two, in what year was A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens published? It was 1843. Yes. 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 Were you there, Clive? He's got a first edition copy. (laughs) You can come on again, Nick. Uh, Ben, next one is a film question. Who starred in uh, the Christmas film Jingle All The Way? Put that cookie down! Steve Evans. I thought he was the cookie monster by your impression. Steve Mr. Schwarzenegger. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well done if you got that. Uh, The UK monarch for question four in uh, 1932 was George V. Yay! And two points available here. In which author's novel is it? Always winter but never Christmas. The author is C.S. Lewis. The answer is The Lion, The Witch and The Wardrobe. Well done if you got that right. Have a little tot-up of your scores. I didn't get that one right. Did you not? No, I got Enid Blyton with frozen nipples. <laughs> oh, give him half a point. I was going to say, he had to take half a point off for that. Do you know what? I am actually deducting half a point because Enid Blyton was my favourite childhood author and you just ruined the famous five for me. So I'm giving you minus five points in the end for, for that one. Uh, minus 0.5 of a point. Uh, Clive, I'll start with you. Uh, how many did you get in that round? Uh, three. Good work. Uh, ben, I'll come to you next. Two. Consistent, I'll give you that. Um, Nick. Three. And Alan. An extremely good guess at that last one. Four. Oh, oh, excellent work. So four, eight, <coughs> okay, there we go. Uh, I've just got to do the maths now. I think Clive's took it. Yeah. Well, well, well you let me win. You don't do with frozen nipple. There's <laughs> <laughs> a creative accountancy going on here. You watch. <laughs> okay, in fourth place with nine points. Give it up for Ben, everybody. Round of applause for Ben. Well, well done, Ben. ben. Well done, Ben. In third place with 14 points, it's Nick. Well done, Nick. Round of applause yeah, Nick. for Nick. Well done. That's unbelievable. That. And purely based on the fact that he um, ruined Eni Blyton for me and I had to take half a point off, it's actually neck and neck between Clive and Alan oh. for, uh, for first place. Both on 15 points. So well done, we are going to have a tiebreaker question. Oh, no. Okay, so this is how we're going to decide it. Um, I have got in, li- in front of me a list of uh, former players who have played for both Mansfield Town and Northampton Town. You are going to give me a number of how many you think you can name. If you name that number, you will um, you will win. If you don't name that number, the other person 
will win. And to decide who goes up for it, uh, to decide who has the first bid, what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to I'm going to do it the other way around. On your piece of paper, I'd like you to write down a number between one and. 20 for how many players you think you can name and then you're going to hold it up to the screen um, when I put you on full screen. The person with the highest number will be the one who does the guessing. So, Alan, show me your piece of paper. What is your bid? A minute. Nice and clear to the camera if you can. Try and make it as bold as you can. Let's have a little look. See yeah, higher, 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 higher. Good game, good game. Yeah, keep. You need to move it back a bit. That's your knuckle. Keep going. Keep, a bit higher. A little bit higher. I think we missed it. I what think you said three. Basically, it's three. <laughs> right, okay. Fair enough. I, I didn't see it. Well spotted, Nick. Uh, that went well. Clive. Two. Hey, there we go. Two. So, Alan, in, in probably the most easiest of ways to win this game. All you've got to do is match three players that I have on my card that have played for both Mansfield Town and Northampton Town. Over to you. Rosie. Danny Rose. Elsnick. Whatever his name, first name was. And I don't, I'm not sure about this one. Colin Calderwood. Do you know what? It's on my list, so it counts, Alan. Yes, gets the, uh, the extra point. Colin Coles never played, never played for Northampton, but of course did manage them and is their current assistant manager. So well done. I'll run through all the names that I did have on my list for you. There's probably O'Toole's got to be on there, hasn't he? O'Toole, John Joe. Yeah, Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Daryl Clare, Keith Kerr, John Joe. Keith Curl, John Joe O'Toole, Danny Rose, Ricky Ravenhill, Paul Anderson, Daniel Alfie, Xander Diamond, uh, Lee Collins, God rest him, Giles Coke, Emil Sinclair, Hiram Boateng, Joel Byram, Timmy Elsnick, Aidy Boothroyd, Colin Larkin, Alfie Potter, David Artel, Louis Moult, Derek Asamoah, Greg Taylor, Lee Williamson, Junior Mendes, Matty Blair, Alan Sheehan, Colin Calderwood, and a partridge in a pear tree. Well done if you managed to get any of those names. Right, we have almost run out of time tonight, which means we won't sadly get to go round Again, on Room 101. Uh, but there was a reason that we brought Ben on tonight. Not just to get involved with the quiz and have a laugh with us. It was to keep us updated on all things podcast predictions. So first and foremost, Ben, I want you to talk us through, if you can, uh, what process you've been using to sort of uh, map people's scores, what sort of things you've, you've been seeing and uh, and how you're... Uh, just basically reassure the, the public that we've not got... I'm not paying you to cheat, basically. <laughs> no. They're basically obviously you, you send the information from the from the website and I just put the information into this spreadsheet and the spreadsheet does all the calculations. So there's no manual work being done. It'll just all sort the points out until you throw these extra points in for these little extra quizzes you do. So you know I have to then manually add them. <laughs> so thanks well, for that. Keep that up. <laughs> no worries. I'll pre-warn you of the next one. Boxing Day, we're going to have to do uh, double points as it's Boxing Day. But that's it. That's all I'll do. I'll, I'll stop throwing those in for you. So, um, first and foremost, then, give us the Mansfield Matters uh, group table. So, of course, at the start of the season, it's it's grown significantly now because, Nick, you have now, I think, officially been on more times than Cam this season. Um, so, we might have to add you into the Mansfield Matters table now uh, going forward. But uh, initially, it was me, Cam, Nathan, uh, Clive and Alan. So if we just do those five, Ben, the Mansfield Matters table in descending order, please. 
Well, I, I can add, I can add Nick in if you want. Oh, you so, don't want to. Go on then. Yeah, go on then. In, go on, on the fly. In, yeah. in sixth place, Nick. <laughs> that was five <laughs> but, but to be fair, you've got to be consistent. You know, coming later on. So you know. Yeah. Uh, in, fifth, in fifth place is Cam Felton on seventeen. Clive's fourth on nineteen. Nathan's third on twenty-third. And in second place is Craig, and Alan is oh. top with twenty-six. Oh, well how, how many points am I behind Alan? Two points. Oh, it's close. It's a close run thing. Yeah. Uh, right then, uh, there'll be other people. Of course, Alan, the last time I looked, Ben, wasn't actually the top of the table. For the first time ever, we had a listener at the top. From uh, 10 going upwards, if you could tell me the top 10, please, and see who's made it in at Christmas. Who is going to be Christmas number one? It was it was always going to be from the top 10, Craig, because in 10th place is me. So, <laughs> in, in, like it. In, in joint eighth is Steve Naden and Nathan Edge, both on 23. In joint fourth is Kiwi Stag, Kathy Holmes, JS, and Craig Priest, all on 24. David Shetliff is in third. So, as, as Alan won everything tonight, the quiz, the no. team, no, he didn't. Here we come second. <laughs> Alan, Wilson, Alan Wilson on 26. And the Christmas leader, and I think he's a regular listener, and I Adam think he's Crump. also been on the part, is Adam Crump on 27 points. So well done, Adam. One in it. Yeah, well done, well done Adam. Adam. Excellent, excellent work. Well, we've got one last uh, bit of business to conclude, uh, and that is, of course, getting in podcast predictions for um, Northampton. I'm also going to do Hartlepool uh, tonight mainly because those who've watched the podcast for a while will know that I move house tomorrow uh, and don't actually have broadband plumbed in until January. So this is the last time, uh, I think, unless I be able to sneak back in if my dad doesn't change the locks, um, I'm going to be able to do a podcast until the internet is installed. Um, so I'm going to get both games in now. Um, and of course, we'll put the links on during the week. Make sure you stay tuned to our social media for all of that. Um, ben, we're going to have to let you go first, of course, because, you know, you are the, the master of the leagues. You're the one that's doing all the spreadsheets and looking after it for us all as well. Um, so let's start off with uh, Northampton at home first. Right. It's going to be very close and I'd like to go on 1-0, but I can't see us not letting a goal in. But I'm always optimistic. Stags will always win. So 2-1 to Stags, 12th minute. Excellent work. Nick, you're up next. I'm going to go 2-1 as well, 32nd minute. Excellent work. Clive, you're next. One all draw. 48. Uh, okay. Uh, Alan, you are up next. 2 1 win, Stags, 17. 17th minute. Now, you see, I was on the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast last night for their preview show, yeah. and I was very downbeat and sort of thinking we would probably lose. But then I was reminded that Northampton very rarely do beat us at home. Um, so I'm going to back us for a Boxing Day win. And you know what? I think the hammering is coming of sorts. I'm going to be optimistic. Ooh. I'm going to go for a 3-0 win. And wow. the first goal is going to come in the 14th minute. So make sure right. I think, I think you'll stay top, Alan, with that prediction. You probably, <laughs> probably will, to be fair. Probably will. Uh, involved with the Northampton predictions. The link is in the description. We'll put Hartlepool on later in the week. Uh, Hartlepool away. Let's go in reverse order. So I'll go first. I think we will draw two-two uh, in Hartlepool, and I think um, the, the first goal will be in the thirty-second minute. Alan, you're next for Hartlepool, please. Two-nil win to the Stags. Fifteen. 
Excellent work. Uh, Clive. 3-1 win. 11. Excellent work. Nick. I'm going to go, sorry to all those travelling, nil-nil. Excellent. So no goal needed. And uh, Ben, <laughs> over to you. Just a quick mention on the nil-nil. If someone would have gone nil-nil every single game this year, they'd be on about 60-odd points. But anyway. Uh, wow. And I, and I <laughs> yeah. think the, floodga the floodgates are going to open. 4-0 oh. to Stags, seventh minute. Let's do it. Come on. January. Well, there you go. Excellent work. So... Brilliant stuff. Uh, as always, if you want to get involved, the link is in the description. Uh, ben, many, many thanks to you for doing it for you. We'll get you on the podcast no again when we talk in more broadly. I'm sure you've got a, a brilliant insight for us as well and to share your views on all things. Thanks, thanks so much for taking part tonight and for doing podcast predictions and getting involved with the stupidity of the show. As always, we'll post podcast predictions on our social media pages. I had edited an outro for tonight, Alan, but do you know what? It was so brilliant at the start, your little yeah. poem, that we have to hear it again. So I'm going to put you, uh, I'm going to I'm going to take you out for a second. I'm going to let right. you go and put the Santa beard back on. You're going to do it full Santa oh, for us. Put it on. <laughs> yeah, why, we need Santa in the show. So why are you going to do that? Um, obviously, it is Christmas. Uh, Nick, what's your plans for, for the big day? No doubt with a, a, a little one that you'll be uh, borrowing Alan's Santa costume and, and going full out. Got family around on the day? Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, we're all over the place. I think we're at my mum and dad's in the morning, and then uh, the wife's mum and dad's in the afternoon, and then flitting back and forward and stuff. So, yeah, she's only she's only one and a bit, so she'll be uh, a one and a half. She'll be uh, excited, I'm sure. Santa sporter this Christmas. Yeah, but she'll be as as always with birthday and stuff. It'll be the wrapping that she's more interested in the boxes. So that seems That's to get so more interest than the actual. What's the present? I mean. If you do want to give us some empty boxes to play with, pop round to my new gaff tomorrow, and uh, I'll pass gonna, I need for them you. for January. I'm going to need the boxes. <laughs> I tell, I, I'll on. keep them. For, I'll keep them for you, mate, and then uh, you can have them with pleasure. Uh, ben, what's your plans for for Christmas Day? You mentioned earlier you got a couple of daughters. Big family Christmas, or are you going to be hiding away in the man shed? Yeah, we, no, I, I like to be in man shed, but no, it's all about the family. So it's in laws on Christmas Day, and even on Boxing Day, even though Mansfield are at home against Northampton. They won't have to come first, so Boxing yeah. Day we won. Absolutely. I, I'll, I'll watch it on Amazon, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. What's that, Mum, I can't hear you. No, no, what? Just, no. <laughs> Celebrating. Yeah, shame, but... The, well, you know, it is a family occasion, Christmas, of course, so family always yeah. comes first. Uh, Clive, uh, what are you going to be doing on the day? You're going to be sitting in your, what looks like something that you'd find in Amsterdam round your neck there. <laughs> He's flashing live on the podcast. Not for the first time. Can I just say that, and I don't want to come over as a, as a, a Grinch, but I'm pretty sick of Christmas already because since December the 2nd, I've been out every night on Santa's sleigh with the Lions <laughs> collecting money for charity. And uh, I'm Christmased out already. So the plans for Christmas is just to do very little, watch a bit of stupid television, um, eat and drink, and then rip the trimmings down. Well, there we go. I'll be doing sod all. It's December the 25th to me. Probably packing more boxes. Uh, thanks to everybody that has watched or listened to the podcast this year. We'll try and squeeze one more in before the new year. We always do the sort of end of year special um, as well. So we'll try and squeeze that in if we can. But if we don't, please uh, accept our sincere apologies this time around. It's not been uh, capable. I hope you guys that have joined us tonight all have a fantastic Christmas win whatever it is that you're doing. I hope you guys at home who are watching live and who are listening as well, 
all do have a fantastic Christmas. Let's hope that it is with three points on Boxing Day. But for now, though, there is only one thing to do, and that is, of course, hand over to the big man himself to deliver his Christmas message and the final outro of what could be 2022 from the Mansfield Matters podcast. It's a message from the big man himself. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Mansfield Matters is the place where guests all have a good chat, mainly about Mansfield Town, and we are very proud of that. But now Christmas is upon us, and the season's nearly half done. On this week's Mansfield Matters podcast, it's time for some festive fun. Craig asked me to write a ditty, and it's something I like to do. Who remembers the biscuit song? A musical masterpiece all the way through. I don't know about you, Stags fans, when Stags lows, it really hurts. But it cheers me up no end when Nick's on with his Mansell Town shirts. Merry Christmas, one and all, from the Mansell Matters crew. And tidings of joy and laughter are sent from us to you. We all have one thing in common when the season's been and gone to celebrate to stage promotion and to end up in League One. We all believe that Nigel is the man to take us there. We love reading all your comments. There's plenty for all to share. Players out of position is a favourite, we must say. But does it really matter if Stags win Saturday? Injured players are coming back now and we might get a settled side. So strap yourself in nice and tight and make sure you enjoy the ride. So thank you all for listening to the podcast week in, week out. With Craig at the helm at Matters HQ, it's something to shout about. Merry Christmas once again, listeners, from Craig, Nathan, Clive, Alan and Cam. And who's looking forward to Santa coming? I know I certainly am. And remember, if we can't get promotion, we'll all feel, uh, sorry, and remember, if we get promotion, we'll all feel like we're in heaven. And that SSA number again, 07967 689 597. Merry Christmas. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> You're not Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas, and we'll see you next time here on the show for the fans by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Good night. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.